It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning, I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report. It's the final day of the 2024 general legislative session. Beginning our team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024, is KSL News Radio's Adam Small. He's live with a rundown of what bills still need a vote to get to the governor's desk. Adam? Amanda, one of the biggest bills we've been keeping an eye on this session and today is the one that helps clear the way and helps fund a new NHL stadium in downtown Salt Lake City. Now that bill has passed both the House and the Senate, but last night the House made some changes when they passed it, so it needs to go back to the Senate for another vote before it can go to the governor. A bill looking to keep the NIL contracts of Utah's college athletes private only needs to pass the Senate. There's also a bill that could limit some services for Medicaid recipients in the case of a shortfall. That bill needs to pass both the House and Senate. There's also a bill looking to create a state water database also needing a Senate vote. Of course, there's a lot more bills where that came from. Stay with us all day long for the very latest. We'll be live here this afternoon, 1 to 9. Right now, live at the State Capitol, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. It's going to cost a lot more for anyone caught speeding in a school zone. The legislature passed a bill raising the minimum fine from $50 to $260. It also boosts the minimum fine for drivers caught violating a school bus stop sign. It now is going to cost you $1,000. The bill is now headed to the governor's desk for his signature. New Utah drivers will not be allowed to have friends in the car. A bill that would have allowed 16- and 17-year-olds to have friends in the car within the first six months of getting their license was killed in the Senate committee. The bill's sponsor decided to run the legislation after her daughter was caught breaking the rule. The committee said it would be too dangerous and lead to even more distracted driving. For the fourth year in a row, the Utah legislature approved income tax reductions, but critics are saying it primarily benefits the rich. KSL News Radio's Heather Kelly continues our Eye on the Hill 2024 coverage. Heather? Well, Tim, Senate Bill 69 will cut $167 million of income taxes for Utahns. The Provo Herald reports the bill's sponsor, Chris Wilson, says this will put more money back in Utah's wallets, which in turn helps our economy. However, critics say the tax cuts are mainly helping the state's wealthiest residents. They cite a study from the think tank Institute on Taxation and Economic Policy, which shows more than 60 percent of the tax cuts are going to just 20 percent of the top income earners. Live, Heather Kelly, KSL News Radio. Religious leaders will have the same legal protections as teachers, therapists, and doctors when it comes to reporting cases of child abuse. KSL News Radio's Don Brinkerhoff has the details. Currently, religious leaders who learn about child abuse from the abuser during a confession could face legal problems if they report that abuse. The bill's sponsor tells the Associated Press this is an attempt to incentivize religious leaders to report ongoing abuse regardless of how they learn about it. Opponents say there were this will keep abusers from opening up to church leaders and getting the help they need. The bill passed both uh, houses unanimously. Representative Brian King, one of the only challengers for Utah governor, is speaking out against the calendar bill just hours after it was signed. The bill allows public officials to keep their legislative calendars private. King voluntarily published his, saying that Utahs deserve to know how elected officials spend their time while being paid with taxpayer money. Drivers may not have to have a front license plate anymore. A bill to get rid of the requirement is faring well in the legislature. Lawmakers are saying it would save the state a huge amount of money that would go toward the Utah Highway Patrol. We talked about this yesterday. I didn't know it was a law you had to have a front plate. A lot of people don't. I don't. Yeah. 
Um, Utah's 2024 election season will begin next week with Super Tuesday when Republican and Democratic parties will hold their primary caucuses. The Utah GOP will also hold its presidential preference poll that night, giving an insight into what Utahns are thinking this election year. KSL's top national stories this hour. The Senate passed another temporary measure to keep the government funded last night after it already passed the House. What we have done today has overcome the opposition of the MAGA hard right and gives us a formula for completing the appropriations process in a way that does not shut down the government and capitulate to extremists. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says they're ready to vote on six full spending bills by the end of the week. The tax man is coming after high-income earners. This week, the IRS started sending out non-compliance letters to more than 25,000 people who earn more than a million dollars a year and 100,000 who make at least $400,000 who failed to pay their taxes between 2017 and 2021. The program is funded in part by the Inflation Reduction Act. Last week, the agency announced it would open dozens of audits on private business jets used personally by executives and written off as tax deductions. Daria Albany or ABC News. First look traffic on the 7 o'clock report, and here is Andy Farnsworth. And it's been a clean drive on I-15 in Salt Lake, Davis, and Weber counties so far. We had some slowing in Utah County last hour, but it's all clear and everything good between Provo and Point of the Mountain on the freeway. Approaching the freeway, we're starting to see more traffic in Lehigh as well as uh, in Midvale and on uh, SR-36 in Tooele County. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL News Time now is 7.05. A child is recovering after being hit by a car near a park in Tooele. Chris Jones witnessed the accident and shared what he saw with KSL TV. I seen um, the two kids trying to cross the road as I started coming down. I get about maybe say right over here um, is when I looked in my rearview mirror and I seen the kid running across the road where his older sister started screaming. First responders were quickly on the scene, and police say the driver stayed there and is working with investigators. A Utah man accused of causing a crash that killed two toddlers will be in court today. Kent Barlow faces multiple charges for the accident in Eagle Mountain back in May of 2022, including two counts of first-degree murder. Police say Barlow tested positive for methamphetamine at the time of the crash when he lost control of his car and ran into a horse corral where the toddlers were playing. Lawmakers are debating if the Utah State Hospital in Provo should be moved. Supporters argue it would increase accessibility for mental health treatment throughout the state, but opponents say it's an unnecessary move. KSL TV's Daniel Woodruff reports. Representative Norm Thurston's district in Provo includes the hospital property. I think it would be a really hard argument to make that it, that it is... Uh, cost-effective to move the state hospital at this point. He estimates it would cost nearly a billion dollars and sees no reason why it needs to happen. If the hospital moved, the land would be redeveloped into housing, hotels, and other entertainment spots. A police officer and a court worker were shot and killed in a suburb of Kansas City, Missouri, while trying to enforce a home eviction. Larry Anderson lives nearby and was placing flags near the scene. Anybody who dies for this country... And for our community, deserves our absolute respect. Jennifer Gulley says her son is a police officer. He was near the scene after it happened. I'm sorry for the family's loss because there's kids out there and he's seeing their dads tonight and stuff. So it's just a sad thing. Two other officers were also shot and are being treated at a hospital. Roots Tech is back in Salt Lake City. The annual event hosted by Family Search is billed as the world's largest family celebration and discovery event. 
The theme for this year is Remember, to encourage guests to remember who they are and what they stand for. One of the keynote speakers is Lynn Jackson, a family history enthusiast who happens to be a descendant of Dred Scott. I love learning. I love knowledge and information and history, and I thought... How come I don't know more about them? Last year, there were over 4 million attendees, including online and in person. The St. George Dinosaur Discovery Museum is growing. In fact, it might be growing too fast. KSL News Radio's Michael Comment is live to explain, Michael. Amanda, as you can imagine, a lot of fossils get unearthed in southern Utah, and the museum plays a crucial role. And a lot of what we do is prepare the specimens, and then, yeah, they go somewhere else to, um, to stay. It's repositing it somewhere else. That's the site's executive director, Diana Call. They're often running out of room to safely store those fossils, so the museum's been doing fundraising events to expand their facilities to a nearby lot. So eventually we'd like to excavate there and hopefully build on that site across the street and expand in that way. Their goal is to raise $10,000. If you'd like to donate, you can check out their website. Reporting live, Michael Commits, KSL News Radio.